1: so jesse remember
2: when we said this there's another hidden savings yeah and, and this one is to me it's it's almost insidious What is? so by age 35 every extra iq point you have should on average earn you 810 dollars more per year according to the american enterprise institute now research has shown that poor air quality can lead to a decrease in iq which in one study found a decrease of as much as 6.6 points.
1: Wait a minute, so you're saying that the IQ points lost by kids riding diesel school buses could
2: mean actual less money that they'd earn? Oh yeah, that was back in 2019 for our magic school bus episode, where we talked about all the benefits of electric school buses and all the harmful effects of regular old diesel school buses.
1: Right, well, this guy watched our video and he did something you won't believe. I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching In Depth
2: on Now You Know. This episode is sponsored by Keeps. Keeps is a subscription service that makes it
1: easier and more affordable for men to treat their male pattern baldness online.
2: Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male patterned baldness by the time they're 35? I mean, I'm living
1: proof of that. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have
2: your hair left. With Keeps, a licensed doctor will review your information online and recommend the right hair loss treatment plan for you. Then your treatment is shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the FDA approved medications for hair loss, which makes it more affordable. Find
1: out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and why hundreds of thousands of men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention.
2: If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash know, or click the link in the description to receive 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com now you know.
1: Now, some viewers who've seen that Henson Shaver viewers are saying that the blade gap looks really aggressive. They're nervous to give it a try.
2: Well, this is something Henson meticulously thought about. It's not the blade gap that's scary. It's the guard span. Unlike other razors where the blade gap is short, but the guard is far away from the blade, Henson's shavers reduce that a lot, making it harder to accidentally cut yourself.
1: Pick up one today at the link below and get 100 free blades courtesy of Henson. All right, so let's talk to this mystery guy and find out what he did.
3: Hey there, I'm Austin Meyer, and uh, I wrote X-Plane. It's a flight simulator in Xavion, which is an iPad app that guides light airplanes. And I do some charitable giving, especially in the South Carolina area.
1: All right. So you watched our video and you bought three electric school buses for like a million dollars. And then you gave them away.
3: Correct. So I was taking a walk down uh, by the river in Columbia, South Carolina, and I was listening to your uh, electric school bus video, and you were just hitting point after point after point on the pollution that diesel buses put out, the damage they do to kids' health. And then you started doing a clinical analysis of how the pollution from a diesel bus hurts the IQ of children. And you tried to turn an IQ damage into a financial cost. And listening to you clinically describe IQ damage being done to our children just caused me to say, whoa, 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 whoa. This, this goes beyond a YouTube video. It goes beyond a clinical analysis. I need to take an action now. And so I uh, got on the email and the phone. Um, I got to uh, Thomas Bus, which makes electric school buses. And I said, I gotta buy some buses, electric ones for South Carolina. Can y'all come and meet me? So we met at a, at a little uh, convention center that a friend of mine operates, had you know, a little catered lunch. And uh, I was like, I gotta get some buses, how much they cost? And they gave me a number. And I think it was like 340 grand, 350 grand. I said, well, mark it down and I can afford three of them. That's my budget. And uh, so they gave me uh, three buses of a third of a million each. And uh, then Daimler, the parent company of Thomas, they uh, threw in a fourth for free. And um, we've got now four buses, I guess it's buy three, get one free. And we're given four buses to public schools in South Carolina. Wow. So, okay.
2: Before we get into who gets the buses, how did you find our video?
3: Well, it was, you know, the icon for the electric school bus is like the best YouTube video icon I've ever seen. How could I miss it?
2: <laughs> thank you I appreciate that uh not not many people agree with you uh, in terms of the the view count of that video um so I mean, thank you for watching that
3: well I, I just been watching y'all for years just like all the other subscribers I've been watching all for years I just see every now you know whenever it, whenever it comes out and um this is just one of the videos I saw and unlike so many of the videos y'all put out there this one had such a blatantly obvious call to action I mean I already drive a Tesla my wife drives a Tesla or Already a Tesla family this video showed what the next logical step is
1: okay this is a feel-good story I feel like the press in South Carolina and the Carolinas must be all over this story um, <laughs> tell me about like you must be doing interview oh, after yeah, interview right.
3: so here's the deal I have more than one press contact in South Carolina I literally found out about this problem from your video I am providing the solution to it by literally buying electric school buses and giving them away. I'm presenting the solution to the problem on a silver platter with a little bow around it. I went to lots of contacts in South Carolina Media to tell them about this, and uh, they could not be bothered to answer my email. They would not even answer the email. When they saw a solution to a problem, that was automatic dead on arrival story. And I got a grand total of one reply to all the emails I put out. And that reply was from somebody that does uh, radio-only interviews about charitable corporations. And when we started the radio interview, the first words out of the interviewer's mouth were. Now, remember, Mr. Meyer, you're not allowed to mention the name of any companies in this interview. And I said, well, well why not? She's like, no, if you mention any company names, then I'm to be fired. So no name dropping allowed. So rule number one of the interview, don't mention any companies that might have solutions to problems. And then when the interview is done, she put it on at 5.30 Sunday morning, on the radio. That was the grand total radio exposure. 5.30 a.m. Sunday morning, where no company names are allowed to be discussed. That is the total response I've gotten from the mainstream media on this. But, I mean,
2: uh, <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, maybe you should fill these buses full of puppies or bunny rabbits or something. Take the free one you got from Daimler and crash it into something.
3: I know, this, this is what just drives me up the wall. The mainstream media is not incentivized to solve problems. They're incentivized to either create them or cover them, but by all means, don't take any action to actually solve a problem. What they need is something people can argue with each other about. They need hatred, they need argument, they need misinformation, they need problems with no apparent solutions. These are the things that give the media the ratings and of course go a huge way towards ruining this country and just turning it into the kind of toxic landscape that we have right now that we both know is so damaging.
1: All right, so you've got these buses, First of all, how are you picking who to give them to?
3: Okay, so Curtman um, Finley, he's uh, my cousin. He's in the South Carolina st- state legislature. And I went to Kurt and I was like, Curtman, you gotta buy a bunch of electric buses. We gotta switch South Carolina to all electric. And Curtman was like, You know, Austin, it, that would be great if, if we just got everything we wanted. That's not how government works. That's not how people work. And there's plenty of people that don't even think they need an electric bus. He said, Austin, what you gotta do is you gotta make the people that want the electric bus come to you. The way you're gonna do it is an essay contest. Come up with some sort of a contest where the schools come to you, they tell you they want an electric bus, you give it to them. You're gonna bypass the government blockade that we have here in the state government. You're gonna bypass the people who say, well, I don't want my money spent on electric bus, I want it spent on something else. And you're gonna to go to the people that appreciate it and that they want it. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I put out a little contest where any school in South Carolina Can send me an essay, a book report, a science project, a YouTube video, you know, a a painting, a poem, anything they want that lets me know that they want an electric school bus. And the top four finishers, I say top, when I mean, when I, when I say top, what I mean is I don't mean the best poem. I don't mean the best essay. I, you know, that's not what I mean. The top finisher to me is a school that will really use the thing to displace fossil fuels. I'm looking for a school that has a daily bus route that is long, close to the 135 mile range of these buses, and has really got an outside the box thinking that is going to let them actually use the bus. I'm looking for the people that will put these things to good use. And uh, the deadline, by the way, for submissions is the end of this year, this year being 2021, if you're watching it after 2021, sorry. But the deadline is the end of 2021 Go to kidsrideclean.com and you'll see how to get your submission in. And I guess I just want to also answer your question with a little bit of a plea. And that is not only for schools in South Carolina to tell us you want an electric bus, but for people that are well off in other states than South Carolina that think they might be able to do something about this, reach out to me. And uh, you can do it through Zach and Jesse, or I can, uh, kidsrideclean.com has my contact information there as well. You know, maybe you want to sponsor some electric buses. I've already got the website, the legal stuff. You know, it's, it's all worked out. I can easily work your state into this as well.
2: Okay, so I just want to get this straight for people at home who might have missed this point. You spent a million dollars of your own money on electric buses because you watched a YouTube video. <laughs>
3: Yes, that's all true. But but I've done things like this before. I did a, a, pet, a two pet adoption centers in South Carolina. Um, I was I'll tell you what. When I was engaged, I was in an open top Corvette. This is before Tesla, racing down the highway with my fiance in it, and I see a sign for the pound. Okay, and there's this little doggy face kind of you know on the sign. I was like, we got to pull in and look at this. We pulled into the pound and we saw these animals in little cages, you know, like three feet by three feet. Dogs and cats just cooped up in these little cages, you know, tiny little cages. While I'm out racing around in a convertible Corvette with my uh, soon-to-be wife, the disparity here in, in freedom and enjoyment of life was just so insane. Uh, that was what spurred me to do the uh, Palmetto Lifeline animal uh, pet adoption center. So sometimes you see something that is just, just, just so obvious, you realize you got to take an action. And one of those is seeing how little animals are treated compared to us. And one of those is seeing how polluting uh, diesel school buses are compared to electric.
2: And so I think that the next logical question is, how did you afford a million dollars to buy? three, which turned into four electric school buses.
3: Right. So I wrote X-Plane. It's a flight simulator. And this flight simulator predicts how airplanes will fly before you actually fly them. And so X-Plane is so useful. Uh, Pilots can use it to keep up their flying skills online. NASA uses it to figure out how next-gen aircraft will operate. And lots of other companies, militaries, and individual customers use X-Plane to see what it would be like to fly an airplane, possibly just trying their own you know, dream design out that they've imagined an airplane could look like, they can fly it in the sim without ever ha- having to actually build the real airplane. So X-Plane does pretty well. We're a small, scrappy company, and we do well enough that I've got some excess revenue, and this is the type of way I spend it.
1: Now, you got to drive one of these electric school buses. Speaking of simulators, this is the real thing. And uh, you have to drive it. Tell us, what was that like?
3: Oh my gosh, it was incredible. So, I remember the first time I drove a Tesla, it was an early, early, early Model S. And, you know, it felt a little heavy, you know, a little wobbly compared to the new ones. You know, it wasn't nearly as fast as they are today, but it still gave a surprisingly good pull. And so, this bus really felt like a first gen Model S. Uh, Fast enough, it kind of surprises you. Still kind of a heavy, kind of wallowing feel, but the silence is just so welcome. And so, when you first get in there and it kind of goes, goes, because it's making a little artificial noise to make sure it doesn't run over anybody at really low speed. And then you get on the gas. And I mean, there's, there's enough of a pushback in the seat. You know, you're in something that's no normal bus. Then it builds up to speed in complete silence. It's, it's going to be a great work environment for the bus driver and a great travel environment for the kids.
1: Now you said that you got these applications from these different schools. Um uh, I, I would love it if you could share these with us. Hopefully you've shared these with us and we're now sharing them with you on the screen right now.
3: Well I got I got kind of a, a bag of them here, uh, a box of them here, and um, you know, more more yet may come in. But um, you know, some of my favorite ones are like the ones where you have like uh, you know, pictures that that only like a little kid can make. Um You know, and you, and you've got ones like this where it's, uh, you know, it's like, here's a planet with electric buses and here's a planet with, you know, gasoline burning buses. And so these wonderful, uh, pictures that, uh, the kids turn in uh, no pollution, and so there's all these wonderful uh, paintings and, and drawings and stuff that they do. Um, that uh, you know, there's nothing quite like looking into the mind of how kids think when you when you you present them. With a the, with the possible reality, a reality we could have. I mean, there's a school bus that looks like a rocket and is somehow zero emissions at the same time. So, you know, you get those minds turning. And my hope is what's going to happen is um, when these kids start riding these electric school buses, they're going to tell their parents, and then their parents are going to tell other parents, and those parents are going to tell their lawmakers. Why the heck does the other kid get to ride this electric bus? No pollution. It's silent. It's, it's like, it's like being in a spaceship. Well, you know what it's like to be in a Tesla compared to a gas burning car? The first thing you experience is like you just got into a spaceship. And when kids experience this with a school bus, I don't think there's much of a chance that they're not going to tell their parents. Those parents are going to tell other parents, and those parents are going to start talking to lawmakers, and they ain't going to be too happy.
1: That is a great philosophy. I think it's definitely going to work that way. And you must be having a tough, good problem right now, right, which is trying to narrow it down to the the winners.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, take the number of applications that I've got, subtract four, and that's how many additional buses I wish I could afford to buy. But um, I'm going to award the buses to the schools that I think will put the buses to the best use that will. Really drive them and drive them on a full, you know, long mileage daily route to really displace a lot of diesel fuel.
1: If people want to help you to help you get more buses, what can they do?
3: Well, I think there's two levels that people can do. One is obviously in the South Carolina level is go to kidsrideclean.com and it's also.org. I got them both, uh, and send in a little essay for why your school would like to have an electric school bus. Do that if you're in South Carolina. Now, let's say you're not in South Carolina. As is this obviously the case for the majority of your viewers? Is there anyone else? And these buses, they start about 325 grand. Is there, uh, anyone else? that's got, you know, that kind of extra money that could do something like this in their own state. I've got you set up with the legal documents, the webpage and everything else. I can roll you into it. There's no no reason at all. This needs to be South Carolina only.
2: And so would it be possible for people who can't maybe afford a single electric bus, um, you know, if I wanna put in a couple hundred bucks or something, could, could there be a fund that I could help fund?
3: Yeah, so I found that that type of thing hasn't worked too well because people just don't put in very much. Um, it's, it's incredible how small the contributions are that so many people make and, and not that many people make them. So it just doesn't really add up. And if, as soon as I become the holder of other people's money, I start to get a little bit of a queasy feeling where what if some people suspect that I'm, you know, keeping the money for myself rather than spending it on the, you know, the cause that it's, that it's earmarked for. So it just gives me a little bit of a queasy feeling. It causes kind of the worst to come out in people sometimes and they suspect maybe Austin's collecting the money for the wrong reason. Reasons, so um, I don't have a fund like that. And I don't really plan to have one. I think it's up to people that that can afford it to step up and buy some of these electric buses because it's been really fun. This is the most fun charitable contribution I've ever made. And uh, if you can't, contact your lawmaker. Contact your lawmaker and tell them you want electric buses.
1: This is awesome, Austin. I can't believe that our. Episode then got you so excited that you did something about it. And now you're right. This is just going to snowball. There's going to be kids and parents. And that's how this happens. This is why the S curve happens so quickly is because once the word gets out, you can't contain it.
3: Yeah. And if that's the case, we're obviously at the very, very, very beginning of that S curve. But, uh, so I'm part of a company called Beta, which is building an electric airplane. And I posted the, the little video that, that I made about test driving the first bus to our Slack channel. And sure enough, parents started putting in the Slack channel, oh yeah, we have one electric bus in our district. It doesn't run the same route every day. And when that bus with the blue bumper pulls up, which is the electric Julie bus, my kids are so excited that that's the one they get to ride today. So people are already starting to find out what these things are like.
2: And kids especially. I mean, my experience driving a Tesla has been anyone under the age of 12 they they simply know what my car is, and it, which is wild to me because I only knew about one car when I was less than 12. It was a Ford yeah. Mustang. I could recognize the shape. And that was the one car that I could name by heart. That was the only one. And now you have kids who understand which cars are electric and they and they love them right and, and now you're saying that they can
3: recognize electric buses yeah it's cool but what where this really gets very interesting is the fact that as we move into this future though a lot of these kids they may not get driver's licenses right so many people they they see the ability to have either uber or an automated uh taxi service carry them around And why get a driver's license? And so we've got this awareness of electric cars, this desire to not necessarily get your own driver's license. There's gonna be some interesting things happening in the future with electric car fleets, aren't there?
1: I just love that you really did hit on the most important reason, I think, for diesel school buses to go away, which is that they are poisoning our planet, they're poisoning our children. We normally have to put it into all these other terms of like, oh, well, you're going to save money, school district, or, you know, you could turn these into big mobile batteries. But I love that you are just focusing on what is the most important thing, which is our children's health.
3: Oh, yeah. No question
1: thank you so much, Austin, for doing this. I am so inspired by the work you're doing. I can't wait to work even more closely with you in the future. And hopefully we'll get more of these electric school buses on the road.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I've already got the next project in the works, and it's even more important than this one. Less sexy, but more important. And we can talk about that when the time is right.
1: Ooh, exciting. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much, Austin. Look, if our video about how harmful diesel school buses are to children and the amazing benefits of electric school buses could make Austin stop what he was doing and donate a million dollars of his hard-earned money to buy electric school buses for school children in his state, then there must be something to it. I am begging you, pleading with you to watch that video and
2: share it. That's it. That can be your holiday gift to me. Because it is powerful to arm yourself with knowledge and to share it. Austin proves what happens when we share information about what is needed. People jump into action. Wheels of civic action, governments, and industry start turning. What's
1: just a handful of electric school buses today, I promise you will be dozens, hundreds, thousands in the months to come if we aren't complacent, if we
2: act. If you care about your kids, if you care about your grandkids, your community, just, having decent people living in the world, we need to get diesel school buses off the road as soon as possible. And if you're saying, well, I'm not a millionaire. I can't go buying electric school buses. And maybe not. But maybe just by sharing that video, you can get it into the hands of someone who can act and can do something about it. I mean, Zach and I were not able to go spending a million dollars buying electric school buses. All we did was simply talk about the data and someone did. That's insane. It was something that I didn't even know that I wanted to have happen. And we've already done the work of making that video. All you have to do is share it, share it as much as you can, because if that message gets out and people start to realize like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be having children going on buses that are basically smogging them while they're going to the place where they're supposed to be learning. Maybe once they figure that out, they're going to want to do something about it.
1: To all of our new viewers out there, thank you so much for joining us and watching us. Thank you so much for being part of our community and thank you for subscribing and liking our videos. This is how we share them to more people.
2: And you know, the holidays are coming up and lots of you are itching to go over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house in your new EV, but you might be a little bit worried about long distance charging.
1: That's where a better route planner can really save the day. You can plan optimized routes from the comfort of a computer and then switch to your phone or in-car navigation the day
2: of. You can save a lot of extra charging time by knowing exactly how long you need to spend at a charger.
1: And you can plan on arriving with enough charge to take your brother-in-law for that mind-blowing test drive he's been bugging you about. And still have enough charge to get to your return charger.
2: Any EV can use a BetterRoutePlanner.com for free, but use the link in the description for a 30-day free trial to the premium map. Thank you so much for watching this episode of In Depth. Again, we will have the link for that other In Depth that you can go check out and share. And also, I mean, once you share that first video with someone, you can share this one and go see we're not crazy. This guy isn't crazy. He's actually donating. I mean, maybe he's a little crazy. he Donated a million dollars of his own money, but he's putting his money where his mouth is and i think that that's really powerful and i really want to thank austin thank you so so much for doing something with information i think that so many people like to just take in information oh did you know that oh rome and this and that doing something with information that you have even if it's small or big can make a really big difference so thank you so so much austin for proving that it can be done and thank you to you for watching and sharing we'll see you next week now you know